0: Trevor, you have to stop the digging.
1: But there, there must be something under
0: the road. I've been at it for so long now. The moles have moved on, Trevor. You need you need to give up. You're wasting oh, your life on this. I don't want to give up. There's got to be something. There has to be. Oh, wait a minute. We're live. Oh, oh, hey,
1: we are live. Oh, well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. I'm your host, Trevor. I'm your other host, Lily.
0: And we have an a- actual branded water this week. That's right. This water comes. Uh, this, is, this is Aquafina brand water, but I got this from someone very special. I got this oh. from a special friend of mine.
1: Really? Tell us about this special friend, please.
0: I was last night uh, being kept awake by restless Lake syndrome. Um, you, you know all about that coming from me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show. Somebody please send help. I don't sleep ever. Uh, so I was, up, uh, I was up awake, and I was like, I'm going to do some viewing of something. Um, so I went and found... The BBC sci-fi anthology show Out of This World uh, oh. aired in the 1960s. There's only one surviving episode. And oh, It's really? an adaptation of uh, Isaac Asimov's uh, sci-fi story from his anthology book I Robot, mm. adapted into the 2004 Will with F- the Will Smith uh, action film. Uh, and the story was called The Lost Little Robot, mm. and it's about a little robot that gets lost. And I was watching this, and then I. I saw a heavenly light coming from <laughs> my window. Whoa. And I went and opened my window, and Isaac, as an angel, flew through. And I brought him here into the studio today, and also he gave me this water as a present. Hello, it is me, Isaac Asimov.
1: I write sci-fi stories. Uh, I try to be very creative. Uh, I like to write about the robots. Yes? That's, yes,
0: robots? Yeah, you've uh, you yes, written so many about. great robot stories. Robots, yes. Isaac, yes. could you... Tell us the, th- the three laws of robotics. The first law of robotics is that
1: robots can never have uh, carbonated drinks. It will mess up their circuits. That's right. That's, that's the most important rule. The second uh, law yeah. of robotics is that robots uh, cannot have actual real friends. They're not allowed to. They can. They have the ability uh, oh, but they are not allowed to have friends.
0: Mandated to be antisocial. Yes. Just by societal norm.
1: That's right. That uh, makes sense. If you have any robot friends, you should shun them, uh, because they will eventually try and take you over. That is a
0: fact. I don't care what oh, they say. That happens all the time in your in your sci-fi uh, exactly. series Foundation.
1: These are ca- that is a cautionary tale. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Uh, and the third law of robotics. Uh, is that robots uh, can never, ever own a dog because dogs are a human invention uh, (laughs) and robots are not allowed to have them. They are man's best friend, not robot friend.
0: So can you, uh, as you know in your story, The Lost Little Robot that you wrote, there's a, a person tells a robot to get lost and the, the secret fourth law is that they have to obey human commands. That, that uh, is true, yes. So it goes and gets lost, and then they have to find it uh, through a series of experiments because uh, it's hiding among other robots. Um, what do you have to say about the the fun robot that comes in, uh, the dog walker, they called him. They said it's the dog walker, and he kind of oh. got introduced like a supervillain.
1: Oh, well, yes, he is a supervillain. If robots get hold of dog... Uh, they will cause mass terror, yes? Because dog is very stupid and robot is very smart. Yeah. And so if uh, robot uh, gets a hold of dog, uh, oh, oh, uh, well, you d- you do not want to see.
0: Dog will attack human. Mm. Human will die. Isaac, before we drink this water that you gave me, I really appreciate the gift again.
1: Of course.
0: Uh, you know, I'll take a sip while you talk. How do you think humanity is going to end? Uh, humanity will end in the year
1: 2735. Um, there will be a big, big meteor on the way, and we'll, we will invent an advanced AI to try and stop it, uh, and the AI, AI will stop that meteor, uh, but it will then uh, ask every single human to only eat oranges for the rest of their lives. And oh, as we're all going to die of... Lack of nutrition. Exactly. Especially because oranges by this point are no longer around. They've gone extinct. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's,
0: gonna, it's got a really antiquated view of what we need to eat. Exactly. They forgot that they don't exist anymore.
1: Now let me try this water.
0: Oh, yep. You brought just, you know, it's interesting that you're like an angel from, from heaven uh, and also the world's most prolific sci- sci-fi writer. And you just kind of brought like some Aquafina that looks like it was bought at, the, at a, at a drugstore about 20 minutes ago.
1: Well, water is our biggest ally in the fight against robots. <laughs> if a robot were to come in here, we better we're glad that we have this water to try and pour on it. That's a that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, as water, this water is a one out of five. What what is your scale?
0: Uh, we use uh, we call them thirsty points. It's kind of uh, think think like you know you might say something like. Uh, uh, quant quantum quantum bucks. Qua- okay,
1: this is one quantum buck, one quantum buck as water, but as weapon against robot kind. This is a seven out of five quantum buck.
0: Okay, I was like I just thought, like you know, kind of someone with this, uh, an advanced grasp of like mathematics and, and physics and psychology and everything wouldn't, you know, just break break the scale that I clearly defined for you uh, mm-hmm. and that we've been using for for almost a full season now. Um, that was pretty. Like I, I know, I know things might have been different in your time back in the, the USSR, but I'm it's we don't do that here anymore. Uh, we don't dis- disrespect people's scale, people's thirsty point scales like that. Uh, you have
1: disrespected me, Isaac, uh, and I will now go back to heaven. Whoa! He, oh, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> wow! Um, he just kind of burst into a shimmer of light and disappeared. Oh
0: my! Is we're never gonna find out what happened to the little robot. Oh, that's he so never, sad. He never finished the story. Oh, really? No, he. It, it's the fucking adaptation that I watched, yeah, was pretty good the whole time. Um, and then it just really blows it at the end because the real first law of robotics, Isaac forgot. Isaac, he's been dead for a while. He forgot. Yeah, he's pro- uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, No, I'm sorry. What, what? What?
1: I was gonna say he had, he probably has some brain rot. Yeah. He's been dead for so long, but yeah.
0: Yeah, the real first law that he defined in his his series iRobot was like robots cannot harm a human or cause another human to come to harm. And then the story is they modified a robot to make it just it cannot harm a human, but it can cause them to come to harm because they had to use them for war and they kept interfering with the weapons building because they were like, this is going to harm a human. So they modified the robot so it couldn't do that and they were like, if we let this robot get out because now it's lost and it's trying to get off this ship... Mm-hmm. It's gonna go and it's gonna like cause world world domination because it's gonna end up letting a bunch of people die, um, in the this that's what happens in the in the story he wrote and then the adaptation does a great job uh, for like fifty minutes and at the very end they find him and the robot gets angry and he s- strangles somebody. With the, the robot strangle
1: somebody? Yeah, but he's oh. not
0: supposed to be able to do that because they only changed... He can't allow them to come to harm. Right. And he was pretty clearly... He strangled him for like 30 seconds and the guy was going like... <laughs> and then they go check his body and then they say, must have died instantly. Was the robot wearing gloves?
1: Because if the it robot was. was... Oh, really? Well, <laughs> well then it's indirect.
0: The, the cost... It was very bad costume.
1: Sure, this is 60s BBC. I've watched many Doctor Who from this era, I understand, yes. Yeah,
0: so, I mean... It, it was gloves. I don't know if that was intended in universe to be gloves, mm. or like if that's you know just what robots looked like.
1: What did this robot look like? I'm curious. You can man. look up
0: "Out of This World," uh, "Lost Little Robot," um, and and you'll see you'll see a couple of guys. Oh, I give this water. This is, I mean this is Aquafina water. I forgot to review it while Isaac was still with us. Uh, like uh... Pretty good. It's cold. That's my main... That's my main... It's another... F- oh! God. Is this what it's you It's another found? four out of five thirsty points. Um, yes. Okay. I believe so.
1: Oh, wow. This is this is 62. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry that the viewers cannot see this very funny-looking <laughs> d- robot. Can you
0: describe him?
1: Um, it looks... Okay. Um, first impressions... Uh, it, it's it's very round um, It has Two eyes that kind of look. It looks like those old Like bras in like the 50s That were like pointed <laughs> um, Except like the, the very tip is cut off um, And then under that there's kind of Like almost like It, it, it kind of juts out I guess it's like The nose slash mouth Yeah it's very smooth very glossy Almost looks like a really Shit uh, C-3PO um, yeah
0: that's a good like imagine c3po if he like got someone hooked an, an air pump up to him <laughs> and he got really blown up <laughs> on the inside yes this is a bloated three c3po um, they all, they talk to them in groups and they'll be like issuing commands and they're like do you understand and have them all nod they couldn't even do it in fucking unison oh. they'll be like <laughs> five seconds in between their nods and i'm like this it, that's there's a British man in there.
1: (laughs) That's, um, there there are so many moments in classic Doctor Who from the 60s that are just really bad um, like that. And there's one in the story called Power of the Daleks. Um, (laughs) Oh, I love those guys. Oh, yeah. They're they're funny little, funny little pepper pots. Um, (laughs) And uh, this is the second Doctor's first story. It's supposed to be this kind of it's not an epic because it ta- it's it's somewhat small scale. It takes place in one, like, human colony on a different planet, and they find this spaceship, um, and they think that the Daleks are good and that they're, like, their servants. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it turns out they're, like, they're, they've been mass-producing themselves uh, in their ship, right, and there are a ton of them. But oh, in no. the shot... Where it's supposed to be sort of the reveal of all these Daleks, most of the Daleks are just cardboard cutouts.
0: <laughs> you can tell, really obviously. Can, it's really it's obvious. Like, it's like Dunkirk.
1: Oh, what happens in Dunkirk? Have you have you seen Dunkirk?
0: Mm-mm, I haven't. It was it's, you know it's a it's a Christopher Nolan war movie, but he was like, I'm not going to use CGI ever. Uh-huh. Um, so to do big shots of like armies running, he would he got a whole bunch of cardboard cutouts and like put them on wheels. <laughs> and then that went down, uh, which is pretty fun. Can you tell in the final cut? No, because they did use CGI <laughs> over the cutouts. Because obviously they would. Like it's a it's a tentpole release from like four years ago. No chance they're not using it. I hate when people are like that. When people are like, oh, there's so, it's only a green screen these days. It's like you guys don't you don't know jack shit about about film. No. Um, who says this? Like people, like <laughs> which people, like people specifically. Like, you know, like some dudes. <laughs> no, oh like, yeah, 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 like yeah. You sure. see people in the in the Twitter comments on like I'm seeing a lot of people say this about Ant Man. Not mm-hmm. to talk more about Ant Man, Ant Man was not a good movie. But <laughs> I, thought,
1: I thought you said you liked it more than the average person.
0: I did, but it wasn't a good movie. Okay. <laughs> I could have like a not good movie, um, and it, the CGI looks pretty bad. But that's not because they used a lot of CGI. It's because, you know, a variety of factors. Marvel always rushing their VFX artists, their directors not having experience directing CG-heavy movies, so they're not doing it with, like, visual effects in mind. Right. Uh, they keep making changes to the script and doing reshoots, like, way later than VFX studios are prepared to handle. Mm. Uh, and there are movies that, you know, Avatar Way of Water looks great, Fucking every Pirates of the Caribbean movie <laughs> are full of CGI and they look really good. And people are like, yeah, this movie's good because it was full of practical effects. It's nothing but practical. It's pure practical effects and that's why it looks good. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. it's They use CGI everywhere all the time and they should because it'd be dumb not to. So people who talk about like, oh, this movie's great because there's, there's so many practical effects. Like you're, you've probably seen so many VFX shots in that film that you didn't notice. Right. Like any snow on the ground. Any moving water, like Henry Cavill's mustache, <laughs> you gotta get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: they CGI it out. Someone's mustache.
0: Yeah, he. What Henry Henry Cavill was shooting Mission Impossible, and they did Justice League reshoots, uh, and they look his face looks like a little a little rubber on the <laughs> bottom because they had to get rid of his
1: mustache. Why? Why? He, I got because he. He was working on this other movie and couldn't shave the stash.
0: Yeah. Okay. I and see. he hated Zack Snyder, so he was like, <laughs> "I'm not shaving shit for you."
1: You think I'm gonna get naked for you, Zack Snyder? You're wrong. <laughs> we forgot. Speaking of naked, it's the family friendly. Oh, oh yeah. Um, we haven't have we cursed or or done anything bad so far. I don't think so. Okay. If we, if, if we said fuck, t- tell your kids that
0: means something else. Yeah
1: uh tell your kids um that the word fuck means uh eating a lot of candy all at once
0: yeah tell them to bring this knowledge to school and and their young friends mhm um context for family friendly episode very publicly in the last episode you know uh me and my mom had to, had a fight mhm not really everything turned out fine Thank she God. thought it was hilarious that she actually she actually thought it was funny in the end, right? She thought it was a little okay. funny. Okay, she didn't good. think it was hilarious.
1: I'd like to also apologize just once more <laughs> to Lily's mom. What what is her name?
0: Uh it's Cheryl.
1: Cheryl. I, I'm so sorry, Cheryl. Uh it was nothing personal. Um I don't know you. I don't know what you look like. I assume you look vaguely like Lily, at least, but um I apologize. Okay. <laughs> um that was a that was a genuine sincere apology. It was. I don't know. I'm not sexually attracted to you. <laughs> I don't even know what you look like, okay? So, um yeah. For all Trevor knows, you could be ugly. Exactly. Um I could I could be repulsed by you for all I know. <laughs> like uh, you could walk into the studio right now. I might vomit all over this table that's in front of me.
0: Yeah, that's right. So um anyways, <laughs> 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 um, wait, I got the complaints from my mom about it being too sexual. Mm-hmm. I got complaints from my sister about it being too sexual. Mm-hmm. This may be because they're my family and honestly, they're kind of asking for it. Um, not to, no, for never, me to describe no. how I want to have sex with them in detail. No, not
1: that one. They've been asking for that? No. I, just, ca- I mean, I can. Um, no, not. You got sisters,
0: right? Uh, I don't want to, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> family friendly <laughs> episode. But, um, because you know they they come on here they they hear me saying swear words we're gonna talk about our our vibrant sex lives oh yeah um and that's just you know that's the nature of comedy comedy's built to offend uh, that's the purpose of comedy <laughs> 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 it's, yeah yeah but, but mm-hmm. to make it up to everybody for all of the all of the un all of the sinful jokes we've been making this episode starting now starting right now. Th- Bring the kids in the room. Starting right now is going to be pure family fun. That's right. This is going to be like one of uh,
1: FDR's fireside chats, okay? The whole family can gather around your stereo or your um, Bluetooth device probably. Yeah, put this on the Beats pill. So, yeah, uh, get your kids, your five-year-olds, your seven-year-olds, your three-year-olds, your infants. Hell, if you're- Whoa. Huh? Your infants what now? Your infants. Heck. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's going to be hard. It is. going to be a difficult hard. episode because <laughs> I, I feel like cursing is so it's so built in it's so deeply ingrained in me. Yeah, um, like that. Like the like bad words aren't like they they're not like real they're just words, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you give a word power, which we are doing by saying that these words are not family friendly. Yeah, they will have you know in in future subsequent episodes these words that we're going to say um, are going to have even more power.
0: Yeah, we're going to do the the F-word F episode at some point where it's going to be like all about our favorite things about the F-word. Mm-hmm. We're going to have guests on to talk about like what they like about the F-word and everything. Uh, and because we're doing this, that's going to hit so much harder. Like oh, that's yeah. going to be a real kick in, the, yep. kick in the teeth for everybody. Kick in the teeth. It's yeah. going to be real like standing behind a mule is is, is what's coming for you. That's right. In Adagow uh, episode 53. What did you
1: just say? Um... Okay, so I wanted to talk just a little bit more about the Toronto School of Perception. I'll keep this <laughs> okay. short. We need, yeah. I'll keep this short. Can um, I
0: express one concern? Sure. Uh, how sure are we this isn't a Nazi thing?
1: <laughs> I, no, it, I don't think it is. I I was reading, I read half of this... Um, like a sort of a history of the Toronto School of Perception. Okay. I I only read half of it, so I don't don't know the full story. This is,
0: to be clear, history of a Facebook page with 270 followers currently.
1: It is, actually, because, and I've only read, I should have the second half read by next week. (laughs) (laughs) But from what I understand, this is actually the Toronto School of Communication, right? Oh, Um, it's a real place? Yeah, apparently. It's like a real school, and I guess the Toronto School of Perception is like, like a sub school within the school or something. I don't really know because I haven't finished the article that I found. Um, But yeah, currently they have 273 followers on Facebook. Um, And apparently we have some listeners, uh, but we need more listeners. So we do, we're, you mentioned this last week, this should be a war between us and, uh, and the Toronto school of perception. That's Uh, right. And we're trying to beat them right now. They're at 273. We're at, Something, less than 273. We're, you know, we're between
0: 5 and and 20.
1: (laughs) Okay. Somewhere in there. So less than 273. Yes, for Um, now. And apparently a a lot of what this school of perception is about is like media studies, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is us. We are the media.
0: Oh, they're studying us. They exactly. know They know our every move.
1: And you know what? I, I I'm I'm not a test subject. We're not test subjects. We're not uh, microbes under a microscope. No. Okay. That's right. Really, these are our natural enemies. All right. Yeah. Um, and it, and we need to defeat them and crush them into the ground. <coughs> um, uh, in a family friendly way. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Toronto School of Perception, we are coming for you. Okay. We. If,
0: I named the last episode the "All That in Glasswater School of Perception" mm-hmm. because I think the best way for us to go about this war is to steal people from their side. That's right. I, we need our own school of perception, um, and I think uh, you know we're not going to be doing any media analysis here. We're going to change the way people think. That's right. Uh, how should, what what do we try to make? What about people's perception do we want to change with our with our new school that we're founding?
1: Let's see.
0: Um, how do people perceive things?
1: It's a really simple question that we should be able to answer here within the next 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> we want people to look the other way more. Exactly. <laughs> yes. If you,
0: you see something being done that's bad or immoral, consider moving along. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the next time you see someone knock a child's ice cream cone out of their hand, hmm Pick up that ice cream and eat it yourself.
0: Yes. Um, Okay. Now this is something that's that's more actively malicious than like (laughs) (laughs) than looking the other way. That you kind of became an accomplice. (laughs) Um, But if that's what you want to do, that's fine. We give you our blessing. Yes. Go for it. Go. Yeah. Um, If you're a kid listening to this, which you should be, because it's family friendly episode, and you're eating ice cream, we're coming. You, you better watch out. You
1: better protect that cuz uh, we're,
0: we're going to slap it out of your hand. You better run, little little Harriet. That's right. Cuz it's you be, get get those licks in while you Harriet. can. Hey, Harriet. I, come back here.
1: Harriet, don't run away. Mr. No. what the hell? No, come back here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. My my triple my
1: my triple chocolate chip double scoop. Ah, it's my triple chocolate tri- chip double. You, you should have gotten an ice cream. That was easier to say.
0: <laughs> oh, that, now that guy's perception is not the
1: norm. <laughs> now, this is something I really believe, and I have been believing it more recently. Um, as uh, I, I, uh, I'm a student of anthropology. Yes. Um, and I've realized that all of our cultural norms, all of the things that we do every day, walking down the street to try and look normal they're all fake none of them are real all these rules we follow they're they're not real you can scream at the top of your lungs as long as you're outside and no one most of the time will do anything okay um i've recently i I, i've been listening to music a lot i just sing out loud in the street really loudly really do you do this i do this yes you you're you've been unleashed I have been unleashed. If wow. you, it's so freeing, and I would encourage all of you um, to do whatever you like because it doesn't matter. Okay, that's for the most part. Yeah,
0: I, that's, I like that as a secondary tenet of the
1: Glass of Water School of Perception. Yeah, so this has been our first class. Please tune in next week. Um, uh, you are graded on uh, participation, so if you do not attend next week's lecture, uh, we will have to fail you.
0: That's right. You get bonus points if you email us your questions at all that on glass of water at gmail That's right, folks. A little plug for that. All right. Um, I have a good. I have a good transition. Okay. Speaking of Taco Bell, who we are coming for next? I think we should study our enemy a little bit. Our enemy. Yeah. Okay. Because they're they will be our enemy. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Okay. So I think we need to we need to know more about about those guys. Yeah. Um. Yep. What you know? You want to know what my favorite thing about fast food restaurants is? Sure. It's celebrity meals. Okay, that's a more recent
1: phenomenon, yes.
0: Yeah, I was inspired by the, the it's, it's the Cardi B uh, X offset <laughs> meal, I think. Um, this is this at Taco Bell? This is at McDonald's. Is that McDonald's? McDonald's okay. is big for these. They had the BTS meal. They had the yeah. Travis Scott meal. We all know yes. these classics. Um, and celebrity meals, uh, I noticed they're always pretty big. Like Like the meal itself. Because it's like they, t- you kind of, you can't just be like, yeah, uh, Michael Caine always gets a uh, two McChickens. Because <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, okay, so do a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta have a unique combination. Sure. So it'll be like Michael Caine gets one McChicken, half a fillet o fish, eight nuggets, <laughs> like he gets uh. A McFlurry, but he asks them like not to put the lid on. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> and
0: a Sprite. They always put the Sprite in there. Sprite oh yeah, has some deal. Um, mm-hmm. so I I th- I have two games for us to play. I'm so excited. And this you, listeners, you could play along. First of all, we're gonna learn more about these celebrity meals, not just from McDonald's, from anywhere. I have the. Th- this is a general fast food quiz. Okay. With a focus on celebrity meals. Okay. There there are four questions. Okay. I think I'm going to ace this thing, to be honest. You you might be able to. I don't know if my, the answers I added, because multiple choice, uh, if those are funny. I mean, good. I mean. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, a a test with funny questions? (laughs) Well, they're funny. I I found the funniest fast food facts I could find. Okay. (laughs) Number one. Okay. Which of these did Ringo Starr promote? In 1995. Okay. A, Arby's new curly fries. B, Pizza Hut's new stuffed crust. Or C, Wendy's new salad bar. Oh.
1: Okay, Ringo. Ringo's, he, he does like the spotlight. Um, so I guess my focus for this question is going to be figuring out which of these would give Ringo the most airtime and the most attention yeah. Um, what, what what were the options again? A was Arby's curly fries, right? Ar- Arby's curly fries.
0: yeah. Pizza Hut's new stuffed crust and mm-hmm. Wendy's new salad bar, which they had for a time <laughs> apparently.
1: <laughs> hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the curly fries because I feel Arby's is known for their curly fries, and I feel that uh, perhaps Ringo was part of their rise in popularity. So I'm I'm going with A, the Arby's curly fries. That.
0: Is incorrect. Damn,
1: dang it! We'll cut that in later.
0: It was Pizza Hut's stuffed crust. This we're, was the okay. introduction to stuffed crust. Let's okay. We're going to play a quick clip from the commercial. Here at Pizza Hut, we we pride ourselves on having the most delicious crust, but we th- we think we could jam a little. It's me, Ringo. I love
1: the Pizza Hut stuffed crust. I've been stuffing my crust for years and I'm glad that I now have a restaurant I can go to so I don't have to do all that work myself. Me and Paul, we used to stay up late at night baking pizzas. Uh, he would always make the crust and uh, I would always stuff it. Um, and it was quite delicious. Uh, and now me and Paul, we go to Pizza Hut regularly and buy the stuffed crust pizza. So come down to Pizza Hut and buy the stuffed crust pizza.
0: Pizza Hut. Where family is food. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's question one. You got it wrong. That's zero for
1: zero for one. How many Uh, questions are there? There are four. Okay, so I'm already at a seventy five. Yeah, no, you
0: like this. Your first grade in the school of perception is really going to be not great. It's
1: it's already a C. Okay, let's. There will be
0: a curve.
1: I can come back from this.
0: All right, the rapper Nelly's Burger King meal. Okay. The rapper's just named Nelly, but there's a possessive S on that. So the rapper Nelly has a Burger King meal. It comes with a Whopper, their classic burger we all know, Okay. as well as a Sprite, in which size? Small, <laughs> medium, or large? Okay.
1: This is a rapper, right? Yes. Um, I do think rappers often like to go big, mm-hmm. um, as many musical artists do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to... I'm going to go with the large, because you need a lot of that glucose when you're out there rapping on stage.
0: Yeah, it takes a lot of energy. Exactly. That is incorrect. No. It is a small Sprite. What? <laughs> yeah. It's a meal that comes with a Whopper and a small Sprite. And that's it? <laughs> and that's it. apparently this is what nelly gets every time at burger king okay which like i've no one has ever ordered a small drink you get that like with the kids meal on accident when you forget to say i'd this is me ordering for myself as an adult and i say Mm -hmm. hey could i get the could i get the burger king children's whopper but but give me supersize that drink (laughs) for me (laughs) <laughs> I want the
1: the kids whopper but the the uh, the big boy drink. Yeah. Yeah. And Nelly doesn't do that.
0: Nelly gets the kids the what? kids drink.
1: Why is that? Do, do, does Nelly provide an explanation?
0: No. Well, not that I saw. I don't know if he went on Twitter. He was like everybody stop flaming me for my small <laughs> sprite. I'm not, I don't want to have to pee on the road. I'm getting this when I'm driving to work and I don't want to have to go to pee. I don't want to stop what? at a gas station. <laughs> Nelly has
1: the rapper. Nelly has a regular nine to five job in addition to um,
0: <laughs> to being a rapper. Yeah, but it's like a two hour commute. Also, <laughs> so he gets hungry, but he doesn't right. want to have to stop to pee because then he'd be late to work.
1: You know what? That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right.
0: Okay. I'm at a fifty.
1: Let's let's see if I can maintain that.
0: Uh, yeah, you might be able to. You know, with the curve, you might pass if you can get these next two right. Okay. Um. Listeners, let us know how you're doing at home. Don't forget Damn. to play along. Question three. Which of these were made special for the quarter pounder meal found? Uh, what? I phrased that weird. This Michael Jordan had a McDonald's meal okay. that it contained a quarter pounder. Okay. Which of these were made special for that quarter pounder way back in 1992? Mm. A. Special seasoned fries. Okay. B. Unique circular bacon. <laughs> Or C, a toasted pretzel bun.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm going to go against my better judgment and go with the unique circular <laughs> bacon. Um, <laughs> partly because cir- circular bacon, that's basketball shaped. So it makes sense. Yeah. I'm going with the circular bacon.
0: That is. Correct. Yes. They finally, made, they made okay. circular bacon for this for this sandwich for no reason. <laughs> I, I think the the fact that you said unique circular bacon <laughs> yeah. really gave away the answer. That's what the press release I read called it. They said try the try the the Michael Jordan quarter pounder meal with the special tangy barbecue sauce and unique circular bacon. <laughs> I understand that
1: circular bacon has not been made since this uh, meal stopped being made.
0: No, this, something went wrong that day. My, there's a reason Michael Jordan doesn't play anymore. <laughs> um, folks, if,
1: you have, if you're considering cutting your bacon into circles at home, we implore
0: you to just consider Michael Jordan. All right, here's the final question. Okay. This is my favorite of the bunch. When I, Lily, was randomly messaged on Twitter by the official Denny's account with the opener, Hi, Lily. Welcome to Denny's. <laughs> Let us feed you. <laughs> the conversation went as follows, and you can take a look at this. Okay. They say, hi, welcome to Denny's. Let us feed you. I say, no, thinking this is an automated thing, and I don't want them to feed me. They they say, I believe it's all right. Anything else?
1: But it says, yes.
0: Uh, I say, no, again. They repeat, all right, anything else? I say, stop. Okay. What does Denny's say to me next? Hey. They won't let me do that. Okay. B, we only wanted to feed you. Or C, I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, uh, you
1: know, Denny has always been a very apologetic person. huh. Um, so I think I'm going to go with C. Um, I think they would realize their mistake and, uh, you know, back off and uh, apologize and try to uh, you know, maintain the the relationship you and Denny's have uh, had for for so long. So,
0: that is correct. Yes. The okay. official Denny's account sent me this this message that says, "I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry." <laughs> um, this was a repeated thing. <laughs> they this this happened several times to me on Twitter, where Denny's kept telling me they wanted to feed me, um, and then I someone. Someone stepped in and they were very apologetic. <laughs> Thank God.
1: Um, uh, this could have gone on for a while. Uh, what what hey, Were you like tweeting at Denny's or no, something?
0: I di- I no, I did not instigate this. <laughs> they found me. <laughs> <laughs> How many Twitter followers do you have? Like 60. Okay. <laughs> this was what I had, like 30. This was several years ago. Wow. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm very sorry. That's it's so funny to me. I like to think a customer service rep saw this thing this automated conversation that had been happening and thought they were about to lose their job. <laughs> <laughs> and they are like, please, please forgive me. Please don't, um, don't do this. D- do you eat at Denny's regularly? Uh, no, I haven't been in Denny's in a couple of years probably. They're
1: Denny's is the restaurant that Walter White goes to at the end of Breaking Bad, right?
0: He just goes to a, a diner, I think. Oh. Does he do it? I thought it was a Denny. It doesn't really matter. No.
1: Spoilers for Breaking Bad, by the way. Walter White goes to a Denny's slash diner restaurant.
0: Yeah. Waiter, (laughs) i i need a i need a big grand slam.
1: Um. All right. Uh. We can we can have that out for you in just a just a second. All right. Just uh. Yeah. I'll I'll go get that for you.
0: Who is it you think you're talking to? (laughs) Um. What is it you think you see?
1: You know, sir. I didn't. I didn't think. I don't think I caught your name. Actually. Um,
0: little ball, the mascot of Denny's from like 2005, opens his door and gets shot. And you think that of me? Wait, what?
1: Um. Uh. Someone. I'm sorry, sir. Someone got shot. Should
0: I call the police? You know how much I make in a day. Even if uh, I told you, you wouldn't believe me. I mean, if I stop coming to Denny's, <laughs> a business big enough to be listed on the Nasdaq goes belly up. It ceases to exist. Sir, I don't. I mean, we have plenty of other customers.
1: I don't think that you're the only one paying. For your meals here, can I get the the big turkey burger? Um, we don't we don't have a turkey burger. I'm I'm sorry, sir. I can I mean I can see we have turkey. I think we can we can probably make something up for you if you would like. Would here? Let me let me add some more coffee for you, Jesse.
0: Jesse, get in that kitchen. My my name is uh my my name is Thomas. <laughs> no, I'm speaking to my associate who is. Uh, standing behind you, with he's gonna drop the big slam <laughs> he's holding it as he's gonna drop it. No, oh, oh, sir, no. Jesse, do it, do
1: it. No, now. <laughs> oh, I, it's all over me, sir. We're gonna have to ask you to I leave. Am, I'm I am sorry, the one who
0: that's me. I'm the one who talks.
1: Okay, um, <laughs> that was a good quiz. I like that quiz a lot. So I'm sad I only got a 50% on it,
0: <laughs> but hey, not everyone can be as smart as
1: our listeners. Let us know how, what you got. Yeah, that's right. If you tell let us know if you uh, if you got more than fifty. How how can they let us know again, Lily? Uh, our sh- our email perhaps. Uh, our YouTube comments. You're gonna
0: find some bark, some tr- some tree bark. Yes, preferably you're, oak. You're gonna get like a a a laser pointer. Okay. You're going to power that baby up mm-hmm. and you're going to like do it r- for a really long time until it burns your score. This is a regular powered laser pointer. Yeah. One you would like play with the cat with. That's right. You're going to hold that for it's going to be hours and hours, but do that into the wood until it says like four out of four or whatever you got. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. And then toss it into the trees mm-hmm. and it, it won't fall down. You'll toss it in the air and it's gonna stay up there. That's right. And, and then we'll come around and get, pick those up.
1: That's right. We often swing through the trees, so um, we will pass your bark eventually. Yeah. Um, uh, when we're not recording the podcast, we live with a family of gibbons. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've taught us very effectively how to swing uh, through the forest. Um, so if you if you throw your bark up there, you'll you'll probably see one of us swinging past, and we'll just grab it and keep going.
0: Yeah. If you do this, like after six a.m. Mm-hmm. and before like seven thirty p.m., because mm-hmm. that's when we uh, are supposed to be in bed. Our parents don't know that we go out and, and be and live with the Gibbons. That's right. So we we have to go home and be like, yeah, we were just going. We were at class. Mom and dad. Uh, and so if you do it at night, we won't get it till the next day. Yeah. Um. So I believe.
1: That it should be a partial goal of this podcast to tarnish the reputation of our university. (laughs) That is the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Yes. As much as we possibly can.
0: It's a... No no one hates their university. No one hates the UNC Chapel Hill more than the students of UNC Chapel Hill. It's really incredible, yes. People outside this organization do not understand that because they just know it for the sports Mm -hmm. and all us really smart people. I'm told, I'm told you got to be smart to go here sometimes.
1: That's what they, that's, that's, uh, whenever I tell that to someone, they're like, oh, you must be smart. Uh, I say like, that every time. Right? Oh, i <laughs> an idiot. You would think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. But no. Um, I believe that the university is a service, right? hmm And we could get into what that service is. Uh, we could get into a long discussion about that, but that would be really boring, so we're not going to. So I came to the conclusion. Uh, I, ca- I came to the uh, to the to the general thing that uh, the purpose, the service that the university provides, uh, is to present information in a way that facilitates retention of that information. What do you think of this definition? Okay, I, th- I started thinking about the Breaking pad <laughs> at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> <a little> bit. <coughs> this is the average <laughs> intelligence of a UNC student, folks. <laughs> um, and I, I don't think, right? I, I, I don't believe, like, I, I, don't, I don't think this is right. I don't think we should have to call it a service. Um, but y- y- you've probably seen this a lot. Uh, there are people right now walking around the university uh, touring it and deciding whether or not they want to go here. They are. I, yeah. I, I always want to do something funny. Well, them. this is my new favorite pastime. Um, last week, I was having this really bad off and on nosebleed, uh-huh. um, and so I, I I spotted one of these tour groups pa- uh, uh, passing by, and I was I was bleeding from my nose, um, so I decided to walk past them very closely and kind of like uh, like uh, look at my my tissue that I was holding up to my nose and just go, oh yeah. God. Ugh. And then I started bleeding from my nose even more, just kind of spilling it everywhere. You
0: really clench, like, every muscle to force that blood <laughs> oh, up into yeah. your nose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um,
1: and I've been doing this, and the nosebleed has gone away, but I've, I've, uh, I've modified it to I'll, I'll do fake sneezes. I'll do fake, like, really bad coughs. Just anything I can <laughs> do to, like, gross them out, to, con- to like, give them oh. an ick that makes them not want to go to this university. I
0: thought you were going to say we, mm-hmm. like, walk past these groups and were like did you hear about the Haynes uh, do you did you hear about Haynes Hall it blew up with every student inside <laughs>
1: 57
0: people it's, it was a real tragedy yeah. um, the can't, univ- be- can't believe the university uh, staff said it was a good thing they made a press <laughs> release and said this was good actually
1: that's right um, they said that the students in there were Goobers and losers, uh, and that the university is better off now that they're gone. It's true, but they
0: shouldn't say it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, but you—you you just mean you're going to be like, "Oh, I don't want to go hear that weird nosebleed guy." Exactly. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. be near that. Thing. Exactly.
1: Um, I, yeah, I really—I just want to gross them out. It's probably not going to affect their decision, but I, I do also get like a sick pleasure from it. Um, okay. So that's
0: also part <laughs> of it too. You just you. So you are gonna keep bleeding in front of people. Yeah, is
1: the plan. I am not gonna. I mean, I am not gonna give myself nosebleeds to to do it. But I will do like gross things. I might like scratch my my behind <laughs> um, and like sniff it or something. Um, <laughs> you know, this just stuff like, like that. I might like spit on the ground. Like, <whistles> uh, yeah. you know, it's a bucket. Let me see. Okay, so this brings me to another point. Okay, last Tuesday, um, I. Went to one of my classes, um, and I, I enjoy this class a lot. Uh, the instructor is very—he's a very engaging lecturer, right? Um, and he, he talks for the first fifteen minutes or so, and then he turns on this documentary, um, and it's a—it's a TLC documentary.
0: The Learning Center. Yes. Thank you.
1: I think it's the Learning Channel, but yes.
0: God dang. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, uh, hey, we can't don't use God's name in vain. It's I mean, not family friendly. I mean, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> um and this this documentary is on YouTube free of charge. Um and at the time, I got like really really angry about this. I'm calmer now. I've I've accepted that sometimes Maybe the professor professor's a little tired, but at the time, I was like, oh, I, I'm spending money to watch a TLC documentary <laughs> from the 90s? <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I decided I would be like, all right, I want to know how much exactly this TLC documentary cost me to watch. Um, okay. So I find my tuition, uh, annual, uh, tuition per semester is $3,509.50. Um, what what the, what, a, what the, why am I paying more
0: than that by a lot? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, this
1: is this is just tuition, right? So like the 19,000 a year you pay or that we pay is like tuition each semester plus fees, right? What the heck? What are the fees? Uh like like uh, technology fees. We pay uh, probably pay a fee to use this podcast studio. We
0: stuff do, like that. You know what? We've made we've gotten a lot of benefit out of this podcast. Studio, yeah,
1: actually. I, I'm not saying I'm not trying to rib on the on the concepts of the university because I think the university provides a lot of good services and it is a is a place for uh, hopefully intelligent people to come and, and share their ideas and and, and share their concepts. Um, but at the time when I was watching this TLC documentary, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, "This isn't this isn't what I'm paying for." Um, so I I, f- I found the tuition, like I said, tuition three thousand five hundred nine dollars fifty cents. Uh, we call that a five way split because that's the pretty much that's like the standard number of classes you take. It's not the yeah. number of classes I'm taking. But it is, you know, I'm. Not, we can say that I'm not utilizing fully uh, the potential of my tuition that I'm paying.
0: You're telling me I'm taking about one right
1: now. <laughs> um, uh, five way split. That's seven hundred one dollars ninety cents. Um, uh, now he lets us out about fifteen minutes early. The uh, I didn't. I didn't want to gender this professor to his reveal there. Whatever, it's too late now. He lets us
0: out 15 minutes early. Professor Jonathan Smith? (laughs) That's right. You better watch out.
1: (laughs) Um, He lets us out 15 minutes early. So let's call it an hour per lecture, right? Yeah. 28 lectures total. Um, That's 1,680 minutes. Now, there are also 50-minute recitations, and there are 12 recitations in the semester. That's 600 minutes. You add those up, that's 2,280 minutes total for this class. Um, that I will be in class, or that I I didn't go to class today. So sorry, professor, if you're mm-hmm. listening. Yeah, basically um,
0: just flushing your money down the toilet.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But that's my choice, right? I, I I'm yeah. paying for this. If I decide not to go to class uh, because I need, you know, a, a little mental health break, you know, that's that
0: is my exactly. decision. If I want to stay home and play Balloons Tower Defense Six uh, instead of going to every class for several weeks, that's my decision. That's your decision. And stop emailing me. All right. (laughs) Maybe this segment
1: has gotten a little too real. (laughs) Um, Um, That's not entirely
0: true. That's an exaggeration. Okay. That's good.
1: Um, 2,280 minutes uh, uh, out of $701.90. I didn't phrase that right. Um, But per minute, that's uh, around 30 cents a minute. $0.30 Thirty cents a minute times this forty-five minute TLC documentary—that is thirteen dollars and ninety-two cents. I have wasted watching a TLC documentary um, that was on cable in the nineties. And cable in the nineties about twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're also getting—you're getting so many other channels with that,
0: right? That's true. You said thirteen dollars ninety-two cents. Mm-hmm. That could get you like well, uh, I'm, McDonald's four C meal. With a large fry mango pineapple smoothie and an Oreo McFlurry.
1: And that's what I'm asking my professor to buy me <laughs> if he wants to rectify this mistake that he's made,
0: okay? Yeah, Jonathan, if you're listening. If you're listening. It can be from any McDonald's. Mm-hmm. If the McFlurry machine is broken, we'll, we'll take four sprites in exchange.
1: That's right, and they have to be large sprites. I don't want any of those small wrapper sprites That's all right. right we
0: are not looking for the michael kane little baby meal today no 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 um if we know if they try to give you the small uh kit kat that comes with every meal they no. we don't want that no
1: no 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 if i if i if you hand me this mcdonald's meal next time i'm in class um which is in 2 days before this podcast comes out but I do expect you to have it. Yeah. You you'll you know, you know what we're saying, right? Exactly. Now. You're listening right now. Yeah. Okay? You're standing outside the door with your ear to it. I I know you're listening Whoa. every single time you record he this. It's
0: we can see through the door. Does he know we can see him?
1: Uh, you know, I think he might be partially blind. Um, oh, well, he has I'm sorry, his, I
0: said that though.
1: His photoreceptors are still intact. Like he yeah. knows there's light coming from here and that we're in here, but he cannot really perceive us.
0: Uh, so um, we if we turned off all the lights,
1: he would go away. Yeah. Over the weekend, I got like really heated about this, and I think writing it out helped me get out some of that anger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's journaling is what it's all about. And this this podcast is really like uh, we use this as a therapy session. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of getting glimpses into our our really you know. Deep, dark, twisted minds. Oh yeah. When we when we talk about you know you know Jesse throwing down the big grand slam at Denny's, like that's just a little bit of glimpse of what go, the mm-hmm. kind of torture we experience every it's day. It's
1: actually indicative of the relationship I have with uh, my
0: father. So, your father did he ever throw a big grand slam down at Denny's? Because his abusive business partner uh, and really his father figure told him to.
1: I know he was going through a tough time, but yeah. <coughs> you no, sometimes a kid just wants to have a nice normal family meal at Denny's um, and it's hard to do that when every time you go your dad orders the grand slam the big grand slam the big grand slam your dad's a big guy he needs a lot of food it's true but he he never eats it because
0: <laughs> he always he always throws it on the on the wait step <laughs> Yeah,
1: and every time we ask him not to order, because we know I was gonna end, but he always does it anyways.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. It's just like the waitstaff looks so funny when they're covered in like the butter and syrup and everything. Yeah, that is true. As kids, they,
1: we did laugh. That's true. They got
0: the pancakes all up in their hair, and they try to shake it down into their mouth to just get a little bit of food <laughs> because it's so good. Yeah. Um,
1: often, me and my brother would, after my dad did this, we would go up to the to the waiter, and we would just lick them. Um, yeah. Just as much as we could to try and get some of that. And our, and our mom would encourage this, you know, so as not to waste money. Is um, that the
0: waiters, like, they kind of don't even get mad or nothing. No. They're happy about it, if anything. Exactly. And we always give them a, a big tip, of course. Um, One time mm-hmm. at Denny's, my dad uh, ordered, they have a turkey club. Or is it a uh, turkey? It was some kind of turkey sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then he. The waiter came and dropped it off, and then he took he took a look, and then he was like, guys, something's wrong. <laughs> and then the waiter came by, and he's like, uh, excuse me, uh, can can I get some turkey for my turkey sandwich? <laughs> and then they said, no. They said, no? They no? <laughs> just said, oh, no. Nah, he nah. <laughs> said, well... I see I see your kid ordered a big grand slam. Maybe we could do so maybe we can work out a deal. What does what do you have what do you have little what you have little baby little baby 10-year-old Lily there kind of toss that on me. <laughs> and then maybe we maybe I can see what could, what we can do back in the kitchen about that turkey of yours.
1: So this is okay. So, my, okay, I thought this was a result of my father's deep-situated anger issues. Actually, this is just a, a normal thing that happens at Denny's all over the America.
0: Yeah, they, uh, you know, they're, Denny's employees are asking for it when it comes to getting the big grand slam. And a, in quite a literal sense. Yeah. Like post-syrup. This is important. We're talking, it doesn't come with the syrup on it. You put the syrup on, it and then mm-hmm. you throw that. Yeah. Don't um, give them the dry shit, next the dry time. stuff
1: you're at a Denny's folks. We encourage you to order the grand slam and throw it at your weight staff. Uh, and then tip them really big, like really, really big. If you actually do this and you're, and you don't think this is a joke. Um, uh, and we are not liable. Don't lick them. Do not
0: lick. Don't they, they discontinued that practice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. There were a lot of class. There were a few class actions. Uh, none of them got, went through. Um, but they did have to ask, uh, to, to stop that practice
0: so yeah. Um, Trevor, there's something on my mind today. Okay It's weighing me, It's weighing me down so much I can't I can't move my head anymore. It's stuck on the ground. It's all my knowledge. Oh God we, well, we gotta get it out yeah. somehow. Oh God, I have so much knowledge on this subject. Uh, this question comes from Taylor Taylor asks, Hi, big fan here. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, I'm thinking about going to college in a cold area. What are your best tips for surviving cold winters? Oh. I know you know where this episode is coming, being shot from 80-degree North Carolina down here. Who are you who, it is, who is it you think you're talking to? Yeah. <laughs> um, now,
1: <clears throat> my mother mm-hmm. is from uh, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Nice. This is a little-known area. It's it's somewhat known, I guess. They they've been doing more advertising for uh <laughs> I, travel stuff.
0: I love when they advertise just like a state. Oh yeah. They're like, come on down to Michigan. Yeah. Where
1: family is food. <laughs> uh yeah. Michigan is known for its family barbecues, um, where one family will violently um overtake another family and then uh grill and eat them, usually in a classic Michigan style sauce. Yeah. Um but the u p is a very cold area um, uh, my grandfather is is up there right now. He's probably snowmobiling
0: whoa yeah, awesome.
1: Um, so I guess that would probably be my piece of advice um, for going to school in a cold area if if it is snowing uh, you can snowmobile to class if you have a snowmobile um, actually my my grandfather's cousin owns a snowmobile museum. whoa yeah. Kind of cool actually. That's um, pretty sick. On, let me look up what this museum is called real quick. Do okay. a little little advertising for them. Yeah. Um yeah, okay. It's called the Top of the Lake Snowmobile Museum. Um if you go there, you find your way there. It's in Nobinway, Michigan. Um uh my grandfather and his cousin should be able to help you out uh finding a snowmobile that is right for you, um, so this this is this is an ad for the top of the Lake Snowmobile Museum. Um, yeah, yeah, go there, patronize my grandfather and his cousin. So
0: I almost went to school in a cold area. Mm. I did a lot of my applications for uh, University of Toronto, University of British Columbia, oh. um, because uh, Canadian schools were, were cheaper. And also pretty pretty good, and a big part of my decision to not do that was the cold because I was like, I don't, I like I like seasons. I'm a big seasons fan, yeah, um, and they're pretty fun and good. My tip for do if you're gonna go to school in the cold area, your your coat is gonna you're gonna think it's a big part of what what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's more about like how much you have in your heart. So go out in a short-end t-shirt, and you're going to do a little trial by fire, trial by ice, as it were. You're mm. going to sit there for 72 hours. You know the All-Father? You know how the All-Father stabbed out his eye and then hung himself from a tree for, for like four months, and then when he finally fell down, he was a, a god eternally, and he knew the most of anyone in the universe? I'm and not- then he killed his dad, Ymir, and formed the world? Okay. I didn't know that this happened. Yeah, that's what went down to start the whole universe that we're in. Uh, and Taylor you welcome to universe 2.0. Taylor's going to hang from a tree up in Maine for a couple months uh, and mm. ravens are going to eat her her bones. That's right. And you know, the the giants are going to be laughing at her from the from below. Um, uh, Taylor, we're glad that you can be a part of the, or
1: you're, that you can be the sort of the base for this u- new universe. Um, I hope that you'll take the, all that in a glass of water along with you, a podcast with you, um, in the new, new universe. I think that we can really, uh, help sort of form the base, um, of this new reality that we're going to exist in. So I, I'm Taylor. I'm already in the tree. Yeah.
0: You've been there for three months. This is Taylor. She's been in the tree for three months now.
1: Hello. My name is Taylor. I've been hanging from this tree for 3 months and I have reached enlightenment.
0: Hey, it's me. Uh, R- Ricky Hellraiser from the Snowmobile Museum. Hello, Ricky. What, what can you, I help you? What are you, you doing with? up in that tree?
1: I'm reaching enlightenment. The new universe, universe will form around my mind
0: form around your mind. It's going to form around the, uh, the Upper Peninsula Snowmobile Museum. This, this Friday, only snowmobiles. <laughs> this Friday, Ragnarok. After that, only snowmobiles happen. It'll be a universe of snowmobiles.
1: The universe will not have any snow. It will not have... Wh- what? It will not contain the molecule H2O. And therefore, snow will not be able to form. And your snowmobiles and your snowmobile museum will be useless.
0: How is Ricky supposed to get around? Uh, how am I supposed to get to work? I got a two-hour commute. I drink a small Sprite on the way so I don't have to pee. What am I supposed to do now? You will get the large Sprite. <laughs> don't, don't do this, Taylor, please. From McDonald's. Taylor, please fall, come out of the tree now. You, you, please, don't make me get the large Sprite. You will skateboard to work. R- Ricky Hellraiser doesn't know how to skateboard. You will learn. Don't no. worry, my child. <laughs> no, please, please, Taylor. Taylor, all father, don't do this. No, please, Taylor. The universe is starting now.
1: You can be a part of it. That's okay. You won't die, child. Don't worry.
0: That's pretty good, I guess. I'll take that. We take those. Are you prepared? <laughs> <laughs> The planet's one big snow... Wait, what are they called? Mobile? The planet's one... <laughs> the planet's one big snowmobile.
1: Yes, Ricky. And you are its driver. Drive, Ricky. Here we go, Drive. everybody. Into the sun. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da.
0: <laughs> thank you for listening to the All That in a Glass of Water <laughs> podcast <laughs> this week, everybody. Uh, thank you for sending in a question, Taylor, if you would like to get advice uh, like that. I think this is the first time we gave no real advice.
1: Almost no real ad- Well, I did say that she should use a snowmobile. That's true. That's real.
0: It, Snowmobiles yeah. exist. You know what? Yeah. Okay. So that's the legitimate advice you got. If you want some of that, email us at allthatinaglassofwater@gmail.com. That's right. Um Tune in
1: next week uh, where we will be collecting the little uh, things that open cans of soda. And we're going to bring them all here. And, and you're going to hear them clatter and clutter on the table in front of us.
0: That's right. The box top drive starts in a couple months. Uh, I hope you guys are saving those up. Yep. We're going to buy a school a pencil case. That's right. Um, yeah. All right. Uh,
1: what? How do we end these? Um <laughs> uh, you said, thank you for listening to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. I've been your host, Trevor.
0: I've been your other host, Lily. Goodbye, everybody. Sleep tight.
1: All right. That, we, we got to, that was like an hour 15.
0: Nice.